Well, there she is. She hasn't changed at all. I'm so pleased to be here again. As we go through the day, Sabine and I will do a number of events, including one in, our, in, the, in, in the Oris to celebrate International Women's Day, which we've been doing every year. But this, when I got the message uh, uh, from the temporarily incapacitated... <laughs> Herself, I, I, I felt I, 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 this is. I have often been here, and this is where I think really you can encounter what is the full texture uh, uh, of Irish life uh, in its very, very best sense. Uh, I'm honoured that the, that the chair of the, the of the Women's Council is here. That's a, a, a great privilege, and also, of course, Deputy Joan Collins and Senator Mara Devine. I'm really pleased to, to be here and, and this is a day that is so important all over the world. I really like that that, that rather that song of bread and roses. It shows you about the way that women can get actually wiped out of history in a way. When people speak about the Russian Revolution, they hardly ever refer to the fact that it was the women in fact who came out first uh, from their factories and came out to deal with what was important. Not just survival in terms of hunger, but survival in terms of the human spirit. So it's a very, very great pleasure to be here today. And, uh, and she's right as well. Uh, you all look great. <laughs> uh, and, uh, in fact, I'm most encouraged about it because, uh, you know, when you hear people coming out about ageism and all the rest of it, you'd wonder what they're at. But I want to just really say uh, that I'm so moved, so pleased to meet, as I've often met here, when I come in here over the years, uh, the women who are involved in the different in the different activities that go on in the Family Resource Centre. That's very, very, very important. Uh, I, I should tell you that, that uh, sometimes I think... What people should be speaking about is the word recovery. Uh, the economy uh, is recovering, the society is recovering, people are recovering, and so forth. But so many people who are recovering from different circumstances of life have got support here from the people who are working, and people who work because they care for other people. So I'm very pleased to meet every one of you. Uh, I think that. This is a special day, the day when we celebrate International Women's Day. And uh, I was glad, as I said, to get the invitation from uh, uh, Rita Fagan. What we're celebrating today, as she has just said, is the long struggle for women's suffrage. Women getting the vote, uh, women, over the, uh, women over the age of 30, and women with a certain property qualification, as it was in, in, in 1918. But I think I've said elsewhere already this morning that it's very important for us to realise that rights don't fall from the skies. And we must never forget those who fought for rights and those who took all the risks so that we can almost, without thinking, enjoy rights that we have today. And the women who fought for women's rights didn't fight, as you have heard too, in that song, didn't just fight for the rights of women only because they fought for the rights of women and men. But very particularly, it was women who, was carry, who carried the burden of the struggle. And I think that, as well, something that I'm so pleased to see representatives here, 
of the people of Palestine who have struggled for so long. It's a long, long time since Intifada. Uh, and, and we must never be afraid and we must encourage young people when they're speaking about rights that rights have no borders and rights have no borders either in space or in time. And wherever people are being deprived of their rights, it just doesn't affect them, which it does most acutely, but it affects us all. And we're all lessened by a world that doesn't recognise rights. And very often, too often, it's a long, long time since just after Intifada won, when I remember visiting Palestine and so on. And I just think these are issues, the issues that are local, are linked to issues that are national, and they are linked to issues that are global. And I put the Family Resource Centre here. It very, very early on, different forms of inequality, different opportunities for the right to participate fully begin very, very early. And that's why the Resource Centre, and running, for example, its after-school programme, which was an award-winning programme, its solidarity project with travellers, who again had to wait for so long for recognition uh, of, their, of their rights. And then again also the creche as well, that enables women who want to work to, to, to know that their children are secure. And your support for the new people who have come and contribute to our country in its diversity and in its richness. And very particularly, something upon which I think we must all continually make sure we eliminate from our society is every aspect of domestic violence. And I think, therefore, that this too is a space here where people can come and share their experience. And, uh, you know, when I came here one time, I remember we were discussing this, and we were discussing the position of women in remote rural areas who may not have the solidarity that they need and on their particular needs. So I congratulate you on all of that. But it's very important here is that a hundred years ago, uh, it was, uh, this place already had acquired a history, because it was here in Richmond Barracks that 77 women, members of the Irish Citizen Army in Cumannamon, uh, were detained for their part in attempting to make the proclamation a reality. The response to the executions was to round up an enormous number of people, but it was here that the 77 women were. And I think as well, it, they left, I think, uh, a kind of mark, a spirit of courage and of resistance that was very important. And that was represented very much, if she doesn't mind my saying so, in the citizenship of such as Madge Fagan. And I think who has spent years of her life in service to this community. And not only that, but from the times I've come here in the very beginning, in the solidarity with communities elsewhere. I just want to commend her daughter, Rita, for doing so much to raise the national consciousness of the pivotal and central role. I should tell you something. When I was Minister for Arts, Culture and the Gate between 93 and 97, and I was appointing members to the board of Emma, and I appointed Rita Fagan. And they said, and I said, Colm Brin said to me about it, he said, she said, well, I said, I think it will make a big difference. <laughs> so she came in to me and she said to me, what am I supposed to be doing on this board here and things like that? And she constructed this elaborate map. I was very interested, she was saying, where everyone was from in Chicago and the rest of it. And I said, there's no, there's no, there's no, she knows where everyone is from. Because one of the first things she did was to construct maps about the difficulties that people encounter in coming to know where, in fact, actually Emma was and so forth. Oh, yes, I did. 
she had talent then, I must say, one wrong. Now, I'm also very pleased as well that as I go on to my other events during the day, you're going to hear about Helena Maloney. Now, I had a big quotation in from Helena Maloney, but because, quite frankly, Nell Regan is going to do it better when I'm gone, I took out my quotation so that she's going to deal with Helena Maloney very well. Helena Maloney was very, very interesting, and she reminds us that it's one thing, if you like, to articulate and make the demand for women's rights, and it's another thing to deliver them. And after women had had the vote, it was extended in the 1922 constitution, and then the new state was coming into being, and it was a very, very different state from what was described in the, in the 1916 proclamation. And then there were all sorts of obstacles indeed. And you'd come on to 1935 and the Employment Act and where women were being excluded from certain professions. And then you had the rest of it. And therefore you had all these women then who had to campaign, if you like, to have full recognition of women's rights. But Helena Maloney made some of the most powerful statements in saying the kind of country we wanted was not this that we have, and it has to make certain changes. And, and then another side of it as well, was, which is very good. This is why you are all so important, in every one of you, in making sure, in fact, actually, that we get past that point and get back to the original empowered vision of women and men creating a decent society that we can have the right to call a republic. Now, I think, therefore, as well, uh, I think what I think is it'll be a great day and, and you're going on to go dancing and all of the rest of it and, uh, and she's been up cooking all night, of course. <laughs> now, but I think there's a... There's a I think that the other side of it is, is the way that things change. And this is something that uh, we'll all have had experience in different ways about people who disagree with you. People who disagree with you will sometimes be very polite and say, you really don't know what you're doing and it's a kind of harmless. And that is exactly what was said about Eva Gore-Booth and Constance Markovic. They set up the first franchise uh, organisation in Sligo. Constant was president, but Eva Gorbuth was secretary. And in Vanity Fair, they ran an editorial and they said, the new woman is still with us and shows herself where least expected. In the faraway regions of County Sligo, among the wives and daughters of the farmers and fishermen, the three pretty daughters of Sir Henry Gorbuth are creating a little excitement, not to say amusement, for the emancipation of their sex. Miss, I should say... I should note that this spelt Miss Go Booth and her sisters, supported by a few devoted yokels, have been holding a few meetings in connection with the women's suffrage, or shall I say the revolt of the daughters movement. Their speeches are eloquent, if unconventional and non-convincing. They're given to striking out a line for themselves in more spences than one. For Miss Go Booth has already distinguished herself as a lady steeplechaser, and public oratory is her newest toy. The sisters make a pretty picture on the platform, but it is not women of their type who need to assert themselves over men and co. However, it amuses them and others, and I doubt if the tyrant has much to fear from their little arrows. Well, Vanity Fair were proved very, very wrong by very many people. It's obvious, of course, that that it was aimed at Constance Markovic more than, than, than even. But I think that very often, I think, uh, her involvement in the Citizen Army and in the early days of our freedom is very important. 
But recently, a great, great woman historian, so Dr. Sonia Tiernan, has written a wonderful life of Eva Gobold and a wonderful edition of her political speeches. And recently, when Sabine and I were in London to celebrate Lala Breda and Benjamin Cases, we visited Eva Gobold's grave. Written there on that gravestone where she is buried with Esther Rankin is a fine statement. It said, Life that is love is God. I think she was a poet and a trade unionist and a writer. She organised the bar women in, in Manchester. She was one of the very, very first people who organised the textile workers in the north. And then again, she equally, while they were very different, many of the women, many of the women were involved with the Fair saying, who were involved in the suffrage movement. There were a huge range, as in fact Rita has said. Some had come from experience in the 1913 lockout. Some had been coming from 1916. Some had been were aware of the campaign that was going on in, in the country next door. And all of them had one thing, which was a great lesson in itself to this day, is that while they would differ, some of them were more militant than others, some were pacifists and so on. Some would later go on to be very activists in the anti-conscription league. But they all had something very important. They were able to speak to each other respecting difference and that was terribly important even when they differed and Panishi has given in her differences with some of the the go boots and so forth but they were all respected the discourse of being able to say what we want we can agree on what it is that we want the road that we're traveling together i think that it is a great great privilege uh, to be here I think it's important, and why, as I said, was remembering not just Countess Markovic, but to remember the other sister, the sister who was engaged and who was a very, very important. We should remember all women. When you think of all the women, I wrote once in a line of one of my poems, the women for whom electricity came too late to straighten their backs. Rural women, urban women, women in all circumstances. And that's why we're celebrating today, yes, the Irish Women's Franchise League, the Irish Women's Suffrage Federation, the Women Workers' Union, and the Ninin and Aheren, and Kamanaman, and all of them. We're really celebrating as well all of the experience of women today and in the past and here and all over the world. And I'll finish by saying this. The great problems that we've identified, such as climate change and such as sustainable development, and when you look at the great burden where is the consequences of climate change falling? Let us say in the continent of Africa. It is women who are travelling ever farther to gather fuel for, the, for their fires. It is women who are taking the risks as they do that. And then you turn it around the other way and you look at what is happening in agriculture, what is happening in the, the best promises in, the, in different countries in Africa. And again, it's women who are to the front of that. So women, in fact, in what they're doing, women are experiencing, if you like, the agony of the world, but they're also the most transform, transformative agency we have for getting to a better place. And that is something to be remembered uh, to, be remembered to this day. I've said that we have had great examples in this area, again and again, from such as Madge Fagan. We've also had great examples from Rita Fagan, but we've also had great examples from each and every one of you who will participate during the day today. And Arish is Mila Buikas, it's privilege venture. It's a real privilege to be here. I've always enjoyed and will enjoy coming here. And thank you so much indeed for having Sabine and I start your day. Thank you.